Episode 46, Performance Anxiety. Welcome to episode number 46 of the Adventures in Lollygagging podcast. Hi, how's it going? Hi. Hello. It's going good. We're playing uh, really, really late at night, and a few of the members here have so kindly decided to stop playing Terraria for like an hour or so because they've been playing it quite literally all day. Yep. Yep. I have five days off to play the game, so. (laughs) Coder takes five days off to play Terraria. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, it's like the last Terraria update, right? Like that's what you were saying. Like this is the last yeah. one ever. The final. Mm-hmm. Are they going to make a Terraria two? That's what he's electric says. boogaloo. Yeah, he says he's been working on it just mm. by himself while they've been doing this update. Do you remember Starbound, which was like Terraria but in space? Yes. yes. Do you remember Josh mm-hmm. when I when because Gabe and I were talking about this last night? Do you remember when I made a barn and a little tiny chair with a spotlight? And uh, I, I just serenaded you with the music feature of Starbound. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember it very vividly. <laughs> the music was all out of sync. It was, it was so beautiful. out of sync. It was so out of sync. I mean, it was a great idea. I haven't played that game in a while, but it was a great idea of like being able to sync up things. Like I remember syncing up things like like I had Stairway to Heaven and stuff and things. It was it was weird, but yes. but that was a lot of fun. And then I remember you attacked a penguin at some point. So okay. So uh, I will, yeah, so we'll hurry so you guys can get back. We're playing late at night, too. So if we fall asleep uh, on uh, on this episode, don't, you know, it's bound to happen. Uh, I've slept like 15 hours already, so I'm ready. Yeah, I didn't get up I until think I woke up at like, like 5 p.m. Yeah, no, it was 5, yeah. I was like 3? No, it was 5. That's interesting <laughs> because the last two times on stream long, somebody had to go get woken up to get on the Zoom call for our last two streams. Didn't Derek have to wake you up for... Yeah, because that was like... <laughs> I was going to bed around 11 a.m. Yeah. Past couple of days. You're crazy. So my sleep schedule has been whack. Yeah. It basically, he stays up all day. He works and then he goes to bed. You're crazy. You're like a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. His lunch break is eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if the work gets done, who really cares, right? Who really mm-hmm. cares? Just found out that I'm going to have classes online for the rest of this rest of the calendar year, too. Our fall semester is going online, too. We've oh, made that wow. decision. So. Working from home through December. Uh, Sounds sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. My car hasn't been working in a couple months, (laughs) uh, but I haven't bothered to get it fixed because where do I got to go? And I got Melissa's car, so it's all good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, but yeah, I guess I probably should get that fixed at some point just just for the sake of it. But yeah, got a few months to to worry about that. We have until like (laughs) January to like really worry about that. And who knows? Anyway, what are we talking about? Let's get back to our game last week. Stekis and uh, Lavinia woke up and they were feeling on fire, as was Cressida. Not literally on fire, just super hot. You saw a burning, uh, some sort of burning bonfire on a lake to the northeast. You traveled out to it. Uh, you discovered that it might have been, according to Zofia, uh, might have been a mast of a ship and there might have been some kind of crow's nest. And there was a body that was being burnt. Unfortunately, you couldn't really figure out how to get it down safely. And so it crashed into the lake. And you weren't able to investigate it any further. Supposedly, it was Bachman's expedition ship. Uh, Chrisita did provide some some context for you. Uh, 
And then you all went into the tomb to try to help out Lavinia to finish the task that she was given by Merlin to get some new spells uh, to continue her training. Uh, and that didn't go great, uh, as even though Bear was able to dislodge some of the required tablets from the interior tomb, uh, it seems that that process somehow triggered a defense security mechanism within the tomb as a living statue uh, began to attack. And it was a very, very large, it took up the whole, you know, from floor to ceiling, and it was able to just cleave through everybody. And, you know, you were able to get out, but you're only able to get out with one of the tablets. And many of you were severely hurt. Uh, Bear, you took a an injury that's probably going to be permanent, it sounds like, right? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, the definitely. biggest the biggest drawback is that you just don't get to use range, like two-handed ranged weapons, right? Yeah, it's not a big deal. Which but is if not I get it again. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's that combat reduction. Yeah, it's the yeah. that's what Coder was saying before we started. Uh, did anyone else take an injury? Sophia has a concussion for nineteen days. Nineteen days. Okay. All right. Well, we also have tomb rot. I think someone else does. You have tomb rot. I think you're the only and an one infection. though. Yeah, and an infection. Someone else had an infection from being hit by the weapon. Uh, it's not from being hit by injuries were infected, but I'm pretty sure Lavinia, did you use a fate point to get rid of a... Yes. I think you I used did. a fate point to get rid of an injury, and that also meant since you didn't get the injury, you wouldn't have gotten an infection. So right now, and this is where we're going to start, uh, it's shortly after your escape from the tomb, a couple heartbeats, you wait and you look and you can see that the living statue is not following you. Uh, you all have now moved outside of the tomb. It's uh, middle of the afternoon. You were in there for quite some time. And Bear, you can see his his elbow has been splintered. Pieces of bone have are sticking out of the skin. And also he is kind of coughing at the same time. And Lavinia, when you peek at the at the actual wound itself, uh, there's this sort of strange discoloration uh, around where the wound would be, which doesn't seem to be natural. You would probably hazard a guess, knowing how well uh, you know healing at this point. You have a couple skill ranks in it that likely these wounds are infected. And as the day progresses, he his cough continues to develop, uh, and he he seems to not only have a physical ailment uh, in the arm, but some something else internal. This is very serious. Uh, yeah, it's this is, I haven't felt anything like this. This is the worst. I'm not gonna be able to get around like at all in the next few days should we take him back to Maryland I don't have very many tools for healing uh, that's quite a ways away it's closer well, it's the time closer than the again? city he is not going to be able to get to get his surgery done because you have to have surgery yeah there's no way yeah within yeah. his brawn bonus which it's just not going to happen unless you had surgical tools on you what about the um the disease though uh, the disease is not as big a deal. Um, the biggest thing with the disease is that he can't heal, but it's only three days worth. So we did roll that. So he's going to have that in his system for three days where he's not going to be able to go up the damage, the damage track anymore. Okay. So. Um, well, we haven't like made camp camp. You did, um, but it was over. It was a little bit of ways away. Uh, you did by the, by the waystone site, uh, when you were waiting for Cressida. Yeah. Uh, all of this is in the same relative area within about a half a day's travel of each other. You can make up camp here if you wanted. That's fine. You can totally do that. I'm looking at roll 20 and Josh has turned bear upside down. His token. Yeah, I just saw that. Too. I saw that and I'm like, <laughs> getting so confused should I ask about that? So 
Should we take a uh, main camp here then or move back? Do you not still want the tablets? That thing is insane. I don't know if it's worth even trying to run in there and get those. Did you get what you needed at all? Well, she did want all of them, not just just one. We do know that like something activated it. Yeah. Uh, it's reasonable to conclude. Uh, most of you would know that when you... When you rob tombs, bad juju, man. Stuff happens. There's there's weird things, whether it's just traps like the one that you stepped on when you were coming down the stairs or other types of supernatural activity. Uh, none of you are, are grave robbers and none of you are, are hardened adventurers, uh, though you're becoming that. But yeah, you would you would reckon or you would hear folklore stories of stuff like this. Never seen it yourselves. But Lavinia, you can go ahead and roll an incantation test. Uh, I'll let you roll this at standard uh, as you start to think back a bit Pass. on your studies, the things you might have gleaned when you were a younger gal a couple years back, maybe before you came to the ruin, the bits of folklore you might have heard or uh, the various tomes and scrolls maybe you spied upon when you were in Merlin's hut. But uh, a creature such as this is usually tied to its specific location. So you know that it's not going to likely follow you out, uh, but it has a very protective feel. Uh, It's likely been designed, built, cursed in some way to last a significantly long time. And there is more than likely some other way of defeating it. Would dispel magic do anything to it? Probably not. This is more along the lines of there's likely something that it's attached to. There's probably something either within the tomb or nearby that this is somehow keeping it tethered here. And if that specific thing could be destroyed, then that might somehow weaken it to allow you to to overcome it. But in its current state, it was just brutal. Like your attacks were just clinking off it harmlessly. Uh, can I see how far that gemstone fell when Bear knocked it out? Uh, when you peek in, when you peek back in, uh, you can probably reach and grab it uh, through the doorway that's been collapsed between the first and the second rooms. All right, I'll go for it. Okay. You grab it, and it's the size of your fist. This thing's huge. Uh, you would reckon that this actually would go for a decent uh, a decent price back in the uh, in civilized lands, or at least in Verdum. So it's quite possible there's two things that it might be attached to is possibly the sarcophagus because it was once we started to pull off the tablets that it activated, but it could also be the deer head, but I'm leaning more towards the sarcophagus. Yeah, more than likely you're looking for some kind of uh, like phylactery or something like that that might. Where was the deer head? On on his head. On his head. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably something besides that, though. You you would think it's more than likely something else. Probably hidden, you would imagine. It might be in the the tomb itself, like held by the body. Ever looked through the tombs when we first walked in to Mm -hmm. the first room? Could be worth checking that. Because it it can't come out through that way, so we might as well check the first room. Yeah, it's just the size of it was so big that if it did try to bust through that collapsed uh, doorway, more than likely it would take the whole damn thing down because that, that wall looked load-bearing. All right, I'll start 
yeah. uh, investigating the Should room. Should we, mo- uh, like, montage a few heal days? That's fine. If you want to wait around, like, we can wait around, and I'll roll some dice to see if anything happens while you're waiting around. So Zofia would be back up in the morning. She'll just have concussive symptoms for 19 days. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as long as she's rested, she can actually do things again. Your injury is not life-threatening, and your injury doesn't isn't going to have like a really lengthy, debilitating effect. Uh, you are basically incapacitated. Until fully recuperated. Oh, until fully recuperated. I'm sorry. So yeah, yes, you're so not really going to be able to do anything. I totally am wrong. But still, uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to pass a skill check for 10 days. For 19 days? For 10 days. Recuperation in 10 days. Yours is 10. Oh, sorry. I wrote down 19. Yeah, I'm looking at it here on the in our chat history. You're just well, going to be so useless. out of sorts. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And now you have a concussion, so you're even worse. Oh. <laughs> and I can't heal that. It's an injury. So it does, like, if we want to pull up how that works again, remember that uh, when you have injuries, injuries need to be treated. Uh, and so you need to treat her injury and you need to treat uh, Cressida's injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, grievous injuries need surgery. And that's what. That's what Bear has, which is yeah. different. Uh, so if you want, we can do that today. So if you want to treat some injuries before the end of the day. Okay. Uh, so she only has one injury on her. So it's going to be a heal test of routine difficulty. And this, and you can only do one treat injury per day on a person. So if she, if you fail, then you'll she have to, to wait. wait next day. Pass. Okay. And so that, so you do take some time to, assure her the other thing is that you need some opium that's the other thing you need for treating injuries so we'll say you you go ahead and help out uh zofia now with recuperation time we already rolled it so it's 10 days the one thing about recuperation is that if you remain bedridden while you're recuperating uh then it's essentially like two days count so if you spend five days in bed uh, that will be the uh, basically the same as 10 days otherwise. So you can shorten the recuperation time. Okay. So I'm still not going to be particularly helpful with anything that we're doing right here unless we sit around for five days. The other thing is that if anybody has tincture, you can consume tincture, uh, which will suppress an injury's effects for 24 hours. Uh, you, you take one corruption for doing so, but if you, if you do need it desperately, if like that you need Sophia for something, then she can pop the tincture and then she can be useful for that day. That is something I have if needed. Surprise, surprise. The drug addicts has drug. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, I also have some. Ooh. These are walking pharmacies. You guys knew that you're going to take some interest. No, it's good. So like I, I, it's there's workarounds is what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So then uh, you probably don't have enough opium for both you and, <laughs> and poor Cressida. I feel bad for her, but uh We'll let it go. All right. So then you're going to make camp here while uh, they're doing their healy bits. Can me and Hubert look inside the tomb so sure. we can figure some of this stuff out? Sure. Absolutely. Oh, those first couple of coffins. So there's remember, there are a handful to the right, handful to the left. Did you come in and you are careful about where you step this time, knowing that there is a triggering step. What, what specifically are you looking for? Uh. I want to uh, open the. I want to see how difficult it is to open the coffins with by like using a one of my longer weapons to like see if I could lift the top of uh, 
the top of it off the I can't the lid. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, the two of you would probably need to actually put some muscle into it. These are fairly okay. heavy stone, uh, and I'll ask you to do a toughness test as you do so. To All right, I'll help him out removing the lids. Okay, roll, both of you just roll some routine toughness tests. And both of you are indifferent, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, so I'll spare you the resolve tests of seeing gross dead bodies. Pass. All right, so... I did not. Go ahead and take six points of physical peril as it's just sort of an exhausting expenditure of energy as you have to pull this stone flat platform off of one of the coffins. And you look inside and uh, dust and you think probably old desiccated remains uh, that have largely turned to dust. Uh, You can see old wrappings that when you touch them immediately fall apart. You can see little jars of things in here as well with like this dark brownish liquid. Mm, I'll examine it, see if I can figure out what it is. Okay. So you take a look from kind of as best you can from the outside, these kind of these glass jars. It's kind of a crude glass. It's not particularly well crafted. They've got lids on it that have been uh, waxed shut. So like there's like a seal. Do you break the seal and open it? Yes, I'm interested. Okay. Bust the seal open, crank it open, and the smell is just absolutely awful. Uh, it smells like just weeks old, rotted, uh, like carcass that's just like sitting out in the woods. And when you start to pour it out a little bit, it's like a sludge. You would probably, and like there's like little lumps that come out as well. These might have been like preserved organs uh, as you do this. Oh. Yeah. You know, drink the bone juice. And you, <laughs> and you see that there's a handful of these uh, within this this coffin as well. So you can continue opening them if you like. Uh, no, someone's done a, done a pretty good preserving these bodies. Sir, any, anything in the body's hands or around its neck? The body isn't really intact anymore, but ah, it's, okay. you can see that there, you can see the vague shape of where the wrappings were and a couple bones that haven't fully collapsed, but no, you don't see anything. You don't, you don't see anything uh, that they were holding. It looks like they were, arms were kind of clasped over top of their, their chests crossed. Just continue to look through the sarcophaguses. So one by one you go through and you start just pulling off the tops. Of the, uh, one, two, three, I think it was like four to six, I can't remember the exact number, uh, of these coffins as you start going through them, one of them proves to be different than the others. And when you open it up, you you find no body, in fact. Uh, Just a series of those same types of jars, but when you hold them up, you can see that they don't have the same kind of brownish sludge on the inside. A few of them have like this kind of different bluish coloring on the inside. And when you when you start tilting them around, one of them doesn't even look to be liquid. It looks to be more like beads of some kind. Hey, this one's different. Let's try and find out what it is. Uh, so you open it up and you start pouring it out. And you can see clink, clink, clink as all these different shiny rocks fall to the ground. Uh, and inside uh, and behind all of those little shiny rocks, uh, there is another much smaller, much tinier, very carefully constructed and painted clay pot. Uh, it's more, you know, it's more like cylindrical than it is like wide. Uh, and it's very carefully and meticulously painted on as if there's some sort of language being wrapped around it. And you've seen enough of the language of the Umbat Noor to recognize this script. Since you're so friendly with that woman, 
Why don't you see if she can read what that says? Wait, you just said we were able to recognize the script. You recognize you recognize what it is. You, you okay. again, you get you can tell like the writing. You know what I mean? It's like when you look at the Russian alphabet, like you can kind of tell it's Russian, but you don't know what it means. I see. All right, I'll see if I can get Christina. She's in the mood to translate this. Uh, if you come up to her alone and start talking to her, and you're you put the you know you're nice to her, she'll she say hi. I'm so glad you came to me. Does this mean you're beginning to trust me? Uh, yeah, you've done nothing but help so far. Thank exactly. It's what I've been trying to say. I'm a very helpful person. I, they just want to blame me for everything, but it's okay. I'm used to getting blamed. I'm, it's the, I'm the messenger. People don't want to hear all of the bad things that are coming. So, whip. Uh, now I have to warn you. I'm not like fluent or anything, and I'm I'm a recent study. Sure. Um, yeah. Just any sort of idea you can get out of this i recognize some of the symbols uh it's definitely seems to be some kind of prayer i think uh seems to be referencing some ancient gods that they found uh, particularly uh interesting to them uh it seems to uh be this right here has something to do with guardian uh, whatever that means and it says uh, so so long as this remains intact the guardian will remain uh, at its fullest level of alertness mm. or something to that effect see that, that might line up with that statue in the next room if you say so sweetheart I believe you I'll, I believe every, uh, absolutely you're my only friend now <laughs> thanks Christina you're welcome, Hubert. Uh, I'll go back to the guys. Uh, I think this is what's keeping that stone statue intact, guys. And break it. All right, I'll lay it on the ground and see if I can slash it or break it. Yeah, it's not hard. You just smash it and it breaks. Oh. <laughs> no big deal. You see a little bit of blue dust begin to uh, uh, kind of waft away in the wind. And uh, you hear, all of you, if you're nearby, you hear a whisper. And then it dissipates. Is anyone in the tomb currently? What counts Definitely the tomb? not. Meaning you're you're in through the main door. So like any of the three any of the three rooms that were in the tomb. If you're outside, which is where Cressida was, if you're outside, then you uh you are not inside the tomb. I'd just sort of been standing in the entry or waiting for him so she didn't see me, waiting to see what she said. That'd be the closest I would have been. Anybody who's pretty close can hear movement. And if you peek in, you can see that the living statue uh, is no longer back in its position that's been. It's actually ambulatory, and it seems confused, uncertain, and it's like striking out at the wall. I think so- it lost its mind. <laughs> Whatever mind a statue has, it's going crazy. Uh, we'll just watch it for a bit see if it still does that. So as you kind of wait the rest of the day... It seems to actually be awake and functional. Uh, and it doesn't, again, doesn't seem to get back in its position, but it, it continues to seem confused, but it doesn't ever leave that room. What about those other jars? It just seems like they're a bunch of organs. Was they there, were blue. Was, it, was that the only one that was blue? No, there are a couple. We start going through those. Those are empty. Uh, it might likely have just been a way to confuse people, like hide one among several that look the same. Okay, I'll take a look at the other jars. 
Yeah, I mean, you go through everything, and there's nothing else that stands out as different. Like the, whatever mm-hmm. you would, you would get the sense that whatever you did has probably disoriented it, ang- you know, in some way. It, it's not going to straight up kill it, but it might. It might have made it mortal, perhaps. Might have made it capable of being killed. It might have confused it. I see. Somebody that's not me should go bop it on the head and see what happens. How bad are your wounds, Stegus? Mildly wounded. I've had worse, but that thing is a formidable foe. It can cut through multiple people like nothing. And the tight quarters that that is, it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. You should like tie a rope and it'll just like trip and fall and then it won't be able to get up again. You did trip it already and it did get up, just so you know. You did do a takedown last step. Would say it's safe to assume at this point that if you tried to fight it head on, it's it's probably killable. But as Stekis has already said, it's very formidable, and it's right. a it's a dying animal or a near dead you know creature, so that the likelihood of it being able to do some sort of damage to you before going down is particularly high. Uh, if there was some other way to perhaps kill it, might be a better better plan. Something outside the box thinking. It's just Hubert and Stekis there, right? Because mm-hmm. we were all recuperating. Okay. Yep, you guys are all outside as the sun's starting to go down. Uh, I'll see if we miss anything in this first room. Do you? No. You two have, you two have, you've gone through everything. Okay. Did you try breaking any of the jars that had any of the organs in it? I mean, I mean they spilled one out. I don't think they did anything. Do you remember when that giant black suited armored man that we fought got on the horse and ran away. There was some kind of um, explosion that someone threw. Do you know if, if we have any more of that? Explosion. Uh, bottle bonds. I don't know who threw that. Wasn't that uh, Sophia? I think it was uh, Bear, actually. Mm. Yeah, I missed, though. I have a bottle bomb if you want to give it a shot. I don't know how those work. I just remember the explosion. It just it, You just throw it. And yeah, it just blows up. Fire. Maybe that would disoriented more i'm not sure also you're throwing into a tight tomb that already has some some element of uh its infrastructure yeah so that could be a good thing and a bad thing if the thing comes down you know if the tomb comes down and that's great probably kills them but how difficult will it be to get back in and get what you need yeah and throwing in and throwing in something that's going to explode who knows what kind of effect that could have yeah it's just a thought I don't particularly care as much of a fighter as I am and enjoy fighting. I know that I'm not a match for it alone. And quite honestly, I don't know if both of us are a match for it. Well, all I need is line of sight to try and do another um, cat-handed grasp. You try like burning the organs or whatever was in the jar? Uh, no, but curious to why one was empty. That has anything to do with it. What was empty? What do you mean? Did you say one of the sarcophagus was missing a body yeah and that's the one that you grab the jars of blue stones and inside yeah. one of those jars was this special little pot piece of pottery that you broke you, you've gone through everything in the front room and the only thing that really kind of stood out to you was that one little tiny clay jar with the writing on it that you smashed mm-hmm. so i mean at, at this point you're probably not going to get anything from those other jars other than like tomb rot or something like that if you be something in the back room uh the back room was just the one like central figure whoever Whoever this was uh, attuned to, uh, they were probably kind of the main focus, and the ones in the front were maybe family members or servants or something like that. 
was the second room just that room with the statue? Is that yeah. Connected to yeah. Okay. Let me just put it this way. The puzzle of its phylactery has been figured out, and that's the only puzzle, <laughs> like, at this point. like you've. It's just a matter of defeating this thing. Yeah, and, yeah. You, and it's, do you want to face it? Do you want to try to run past it? Do you want to try to blow the tomb up on it? That's that's kind of the decision you got to make now. I feel like uh, blowing blowing it up seems like a pretty good idea, because if that thing's in the way, we're not getting what we want anyway. Well, let me try and cast Cack-Handed Grasp first. Are we going to, what, try and take away the weapon it has so it can't use it? Is that the plan? Yeah. See how running does, too, if it actually reacts to us. Have we tried, like, timing it to see if it's, like, moving, if it's, like, doing a circle or if there might be a way to, like, get through it and get back out? Just seems disoriented, moving erratically. So do you, you are much younger than me. Do you want to try and grab it with your nimbleness the weapon when she makes it drop it she's uh you're talking you're talking, talking to hubert okay say. okay yeah if, um if we have lavinia wants to do her cat can grasp thing we can try okay so i'll get in the room before she casts and then if it anyhow it drops the weapon i'll go for it all right let me roll its initiative then put what it... are we doing after that again yeah. the rest of the scriptures so it's a 13 so it'll go it'll it will you you guys would know this but it'll it'll go before hubert okay oh wow so what are the effects of crit success i think it Uh, falls down too right yeah i think i'm pretty sure it falls down too uh i didn't have this up because i didn't think i would get that what a time for a good roll (laughs) you're casting the spell no but i know all the other effects except for the the crit success hilarious when I don't expect it. So, a success, they instantly drop whatever is in their hands onto the ground just outside of easy reach, and Mm -hmm. then they're also on a critical success, they're knocked prone. So, you can see, I'll say, since I mean, critical success is a critical success, we'll say that its weapon falls to the ground and tumbles towards the opening, uh, where Hubert is waiting. Uh, It has also just fallen down, uh, so... That is Lavinia's turn, effectively. Um, Hubert, you're waiting, but it's going to get to go first. Uh, it's going to spend its uh, its AP to stand up and then move, but it can't pick up the weapon. But it's standing right next to the weapon. So likely, what's going to happen, Hubert, you're going to reach for it, and it might be able to take a swing at you, but you can probably reach. You can probably grab the weapon and pull it out. Yeah, when it gets to my turn, I'll, yeah. I'll go for the weapon. Yeah. Only you and you and Lavinia were readying something to do. So it's going to go ahead and take its swing uh, at you. Uh, it's going to be barehanded, however. So you're not going to have to worry about uh, anything else. So on the bright side, this doesn't actually have any ranks. It's simple melee. Uh, so there you go. It's going to swing. It's going to miss. Uh, and you're able to snatch the weapon and drag it through the Titan door. Uh, and then... Uh, you have its weapon. It starts slamming the walls, like punching the walls a bit, even more confused. Uh, you can see that the walls and the ceiling begin to shake and stuff like that. You can see little bits of, of dirt and stuff begin to rain down on you. Uh, but uh, after a moment, it seems to settle, and then it kind of goes back to its erratic pacing around the room. All right, so we've acquired its weapon. That'll disarm it for now. It's still running around, but I think it's a good time to get the rest of the stones. 
Could it enter the other room, the first room? You don't know. You do know. I mean, like the way I'm numbering them, first room is the is the the first room of the of the tomb, yeah. and then second room is the room it's in, and then third room is the room where the the ornate sarcophagus was. Okay. Yeah. So now that it doesn't have a weapon, do you want to try and take it out, or do we want to just run in there and grab stuff and try and get out without fighting it? It well, did seem to be punching the surroundings. I don't know how much this tomb can hold, and the tablets are probably pretty easily broken. There, don't forget too that they're heavy. One person carrying two, it's probably going to encumber them. Yeah. Okay. That, and we only had two that were removed. There were mm-hmm. more that weren't. Yeah. There's there's three, three, two, two. So there were a total of ten, if I recall. Check uh, remind me how injured Sophia and Bear were. Uh, Bear took a grievous injury. I don't know. If uh, yeah, and he can't get healed up after that, so he's at Grievous. Uh, no. Where are you, Sophia? Seriously. Okay, let's just one down. Okay. Uh, I'll use one arm too, so I can't get the others out. Yeah, I was just wondering how hurt you were for fighting this thing. Because I can give I Sophia can an eggs. tincture so that she's competent. Yeah, the and tincture would make me not uh, incapacitated anymore. I'm still seriously wounded. I do also have a throwing weapon. Um, it seemed like the weapons didn't really do much to it. Yeah. If I remember from last time, mm-hmm. um, I do have a Francisca um, as simple range. I don't know that it's going to do a whole lot other than maybe buying a second to run. So really, I think the decision is, are the tablets worth getting in there or do we move on? Well, we've already done all this pre-work to get these tablets, so might as well finish the job. Yeah, we do owe the that witch a lot, so kind of feel like we over this at least. So stick so, aside, I'll be the front runners, trying to take this down. And be I'll at give, the ready with the throwing weapon. I'll give you a tincture. So you can take it. Last 24 hours. Okay. Take it corruption. On corruption, yep. You grave robbers, by the way, are going to take corruption later. Uh, go back. We'll come back to that at the end of the app. Okay, so what's the plan? Let's walk walk me through it. Yeah, so Stekas and I will be frontlining. We'll, we'll fight. Okay, so gonna, if, the two of you are going to try to actually sit there and fight. Got it. And then... We can have either Lavinia or someone else run and pretty much provide backfire. Okay. Yeah, Lavinia and Sophia should run in and get the tablets. Hang and just chuck some axes. That's probably it. All right. Sorry, I need to pause to ask a question. So there, there was a tincture that was getting used to heal me so that I wasn't it means incapacitated anymore. Yes. So I'm confused. You're taking a tincture, which means you're no longer incapacitated, which means you can pass skill. You can actually attempt skill tests like normal. So you ignore. I'm still your, seriously wounded. Yeah, yes. ignores your injury, whatever your injury is. Not okay, not your sure. not your wound level, not your your threshold level. That you're still seriously wounded. You just are don't have the effects of your injury. Got it. Lavinia, what do you want to do? We'll go up to the top of the the threshold, or excuse me, top of the turn order. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm gonna wait until that thing gets engaged, and then I'm gonna run in. Okay. To the, the third room. All right, Barry, you're next up. What did you say you were going to try to do? Uh, throw a Francesca. You can't do called child range, right? Or can you? Uh, I think you can, but the difficulty is going to be pretty high. Remember that the you're if you're not going into the second room, that means you're trying to throw from the first room through a partially collapsed doorway. Right. To a moving a target that's like kind of erratically pacing, so I'm probably already going to kick the, the the difficulty up, and then the called yeah. shot will probably go up even higher. So, 
Yeah, I'll just do a double take aim. Okay. Chuck the axe as hard as I can. I'll say if you do a double take aim, we'll just make it standard then. Uh, and just, just roll a standard uh, attack. That's going to be a 27 hit. Okay. Uh, and uh, 13 damage. Do you want to do it? Do you want to use any any of those fortune points or anything? No. Okay. So you chuck the throwing axe and it manages to just expertly like weave between these two roots that are hanging down in the midst of this this collapsed hallway and it hits it square in its chest and harmlessly falls to the ground and so there's a Francesca on the ground in the middle of the second room and it does not seem to have affected it whatsoever it like turns and looks kind of confused and it'll be Stekas' turn I'm going to step into the room uh, take out the Morgan Stern. We'll assume you already had the Morgan Stern out. Yeah. Otherwise, you'd have to spend yeah. an AP. And then I'm going to uh, attack with it. Okay. Go for it. You Standard? Uh, yeah. If it's actually for, for you, 1v1 in the room, I'll make it routine. It, the guy's pretty big. Okay. That is a crit fail. All right. So you push through the collapsed hallway. Uh, and luckily, my I roll a two on your physical peril, so you're not going to take and that much. Phys- you're not going to take anything probably, uh, but you swing and you terribly miss in a very embarrassing way, considering that this is your first time using the Morgan Stern because you just traded off air with uh, with Hubert. It's kind of not surprising. Uh, all right, so then it'll be uh, at any point, Lavinia. You can hop in, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Um. Can. Would you say that the living statue is distracted by Stekis? Uh He's engaged, certainly. So Then I'm going to run into the other room. Okay. So you're going to use your all of your movement to squeeze and then run through the room into... Run through the second room and into... into room, room three. Okay. And we'll say that's your turn. Perfect. Uh, okay. So then it'll come around to the living statue's turn, which is on initiative 13. Uh, and it will look at Stekis. Uh, and it's going to go ahead, and it's going to attempt without a weapon to just to just smash. Uh, let's see, do I have anything else I could use? Yeah, you guys took my weapon. That sucks. They do have brute strength, so I could still do. Even though I'm even though I'm you know pummeling you, I can still do injuries. So yeah, I guess I'll just go ahead and take aim twice, and then just punch you really really carefully. So yeah. Would you say tenderly? Yeah, I'm gonna punch him tenderly. <laughs> Tenderizing. Here comes yeah. a here comes a tender attack on Stachis. Uh That's a big miss. Wow, 95. Okay, so then uh, with the statue having gone, it'll come around to Hubert's turn. All right, I'm gonna hop into the room. Okay. With engagement. Okay. And then I'm gonna do takedown first. Okay. Uh, so with the two of you there. Uh, it'll make it easier, but it's also a lot bigger, so that's going to make it harder. So it'll probably just even out and make it standard, because it's a big stone statue, hard to take down. Is there anything else in the room that we could possibly knock down on top of it while it's prone? There were some shelves, uh, but the shelves had like little pottery and things, like, things like that on it, like urns. It looks like that's about it. It's a fairly sparse room. All right, that's a fail. Do you want to re-roll that? No, I'll just continue by attacking with military lance. All right, go for it. Uh, and you can make this easy. Oh, that failed too. Another 95. Do you want to re-roll <laughs> like, that? No, it's okay. Okay. Wait, 
All right. We're not doing too hot with our traded weapons. Uh, this is this is pretty. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, okay. So it's Hubert and then Sophia. Standing. He in is the... going to spend all three AP to run into room number three and join Lavinia. Okay. You're going to run past. Nice. Okay. So you're going to squeeze through, run right past and into the other room. Perfect. Back to the top of the round. It's, it's now Bear uh, since Lavinia moved in the order. So Bear, what do you want to do? Uh, let's do an inspiring words. That's my boy. I like it. I all like right. It. Um, What's your fellowship waiter. bonus? Four. So you can so hit every. Yeah. But I have to pass, and it's flip to fail. <laughs> you got this. Leadership. All right. You roll eleven. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh. Wait, do I flip it? <laughs> you rolled a hundred. What's the one? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, does this mean everyone suffers litany of hatred now? No, you're just gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna give some horrible speech. Like, uh, go get him if you don't want to end up like my elbow or something stupid. <laughs> and you're gonna realize with great embarrassment and frustration how stupid you sounded. And you're gonna take 11 points of mental peril as you realize just, oh my god, uh, why? Why did I, why did I even open my mouth? All right. I like uh, to think that I said something like turn around bright eyes because of oh the God. glowing blue. <laughs> All right. Uh, two more AP. You want to do anything? Uh, what else can I do? It's up to you. I think I only had one Francesca to throw. Okay. Uh, yeah, that'll be it. I'll just sulk. All right. <laughs> just wait for it. Lavinia. You're in the room with the ornate sarcophagus. You can see the two tablets that Bear was able to remove that morning Mm -hmm. on the ground. You can see that Sophia has just joined you. What do you want to do? Uh, How many other tablets were there that needed to be? There were three on the long sides of the sarcophagi, and there's two on each of the... So a total of ten, and you, counting these two, would have three. What needed to be done again to remove those? It was a trade test. Yeah, he had to chip away at the mortar, and you know it took him some time because he had to slowly chip it away in order to make to in order to ensure that he doesn't break him in, on on the removal process. It took him like about a half an hour per tablet to to remove. Okay. Um, small detail. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna grab one of the ones that have already been removed. Okay. And then so that's and then how much would it take? would you say for me to safely get into the other room? Uh, I would say if you're picking one up, AP, uh, and then if you're running back in, uh, it's about a 20 by 20 room where the fighting is happening. So that's 20 across. So you can probably get to the doorway, uh, but that would put you in the room with it. Could I charge with it? Uh, Charge is is really just moving like double speed and usually the benefit of that is to knock somebody over Uh there's really no difference mathematically between just doing a charge and doing two hustles okay the benefit of of charge is that you can do something with afterward yeah okay understandable i'll just do that then okay so you're in the room by the door um if you want bear had extra ap you can say you can pass the uh the thing to him you're probably strong enough to grab it with one hand bear yeah Okay, so that's fine. Uh, Stekis. I'm going to try and knock it down. All right. Uh, go ahead and same thing. Make it standard. He's big, hard to knock down, but you're outnumbering him. So that they cancel each other out. That's athletics, right? 
Uh, it's coordination since you're not running at him. You're trying to get your Morgan Stern caught up in its legs. That's a fail. And yeah, it doesn't quite work. Got those three uh, fortune points if you want to use any of them. I'm going to regroup a little bit and try and hit it crossways on its midsection with okay. uh, Morgan Stern. Go for it. Two-handed. Try and get more stable okay. swing. Routine if you're just attacking it normal. That is a oh, hit. That's some exploding. Oh, wow. That is a ton. Oh my gosh. Three sixes. <laughs> what? All right, then. There you go. That and is. That did that. Did that. Yeah, it did. You see a piece of stone rip out from its midsection and fall to the ground as you finally have done enough damage to actually break through its damage threshold. Which I warned you is, is is fairly high. Yeah. Yeah, I think we thought it was like around like twenty twenty one. You said twenty nine. You actually moved it two steps. Ooh. Oh wow. Nice. Okay. So. I'll keep that last AP. I'm gonna go ahead and roll because I got to roll. Actually, no. I think it's immune to injuries. Yeah, I'm immune to injuries. Does that already include the vicious die? The vicious is for uh, an injury. Only. Oh, okay. okay. Two handed. Or... The plus one from two handed. So you use uh, it. Uh, that wouldn't. That extra one yeah. wouldn't push him another. So okay. So you moved him down. You got a big chunk of stone that has fallen down on the ground. Uh, all right, Hugh. Uh, actually, its its turn is next. It will turn its attention immediately to Stekas here, and it will swing at you with its uh, its fist, doing the same thing I did before. Nope, not simple ranged. And I can't it's parry it since it's taking dumb, aim, right? Dumb, dumb. So I don't actually have... Let me see how much damage it does. So it's going to do two plus its brawn. You can parry with taking aim. It's just a higher difficulty. Uh, uh, you can't parry with... Um, you can't parry with cult shot. So you can try to... Oh, cult, shot. Okay. cult shot, yeah. Cult shot, you can't. But cult shot also means it's a harder hit. So you can parry. try to parry with uh, uh, at hard if you hard. have an AP. Yep. Okay, set it to hard and do parry. Success. Okay, good, because you're about to take 18 points of damage. Uh, so yeah, it returns around, and with the, this big haymaker of a swing with its stone fist, you manage to deflect it at the last second with your Morgan Stern. Uh, and now we'll move to Hubert. I'm going to try to sweep at it again, try to take it down. Okay, coordination again. Same difficulty as before. Can, uh, at this point, Lavinia... Uh can bear even do trade tests uh he can but it's gonna, i'm gonna say it would probably take him longer with only one good arm so success in the coordination test okay so i gotta resist coordination now to keep myself from falling uh and that'll fail uh i'll go ahead and use one of my misfortune to re-roll that because i have a fairly high chance and i failed anyway so back-to-back fails uh so this big lumbering statue falls to the ground uh, and now it's Hubert you still should have an, two AP left I believe yes go for it we've got an opening guys let's take advantage and then I will take aim once and strike it in his chest again where it took a nice beating okay so it's 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 big you're surrounding it and it's on the ground I'll make this a trivial hit so trivial difficulty and if you hit remember to add the extra d6 for it being taken down so 19 damage success, yes. That will move it one step. Indeed. 
Uh, and I'm not rolling for injury because it's immune to injuries, uh, but that is, it has now moved a total of uh, three steps down the track. You see more stone uh, coming off of this thing. This is a hard beast to crack, but you are, in fact, doing it. I'm actually surprised. I thought you guys would all die, but no. Um, so right now, it's technically would be seriously wounded. It's two steps away from crumbling, uh, and that'll be Hubert's turn, so now it's Sophia's turn. In the room with the ornate sarcophagus with one stone tablet left on the ground, what do you want to do? Try to pick it up and pass it out just no like problem. Lavinia did. Yeah, you pick it up, you run uh, over towards the doorway, hand it to Bear. I'm imagining Bear's grabbing him and maybe setting them down in the safer room. Uh, and Bear, it's your turn, so we'll say you're situating these stones in a way that makes them safe. Yeah, unless there's a little house out of them. Yeah. Cool. You're a uh, house. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I see that. Uh, and then Lavinia, you and Zofia are still in the room with the big statue. When both of you look over, you see that Stekis and Hubert have actually knocked this thing to the ground, and you see chunks of stone missing from the statue. They have actually made made some headway here on this thing. What do you What do you want to do? It's your turn. I get. I'll attack it as well. Okay. Do I need to engage closer or... You've got a fire-hardened spear, which is like a a wooden spear, and you can engage, you can attack it from just outside of an engagement. So you have reach. So you don't have to get as close as Stekis is, for instance, but yeah. Okay, so that's 1 AP to move closer. Okay. And then... um, It's on the ground? Yeah, so then I'll... Mm, I don't want to take aim. I want to bank one because I'm seriously wounded, so I'm just going to attack. Fair enough. Just be cautious. All right, so I'll treat it the same. Roll it at trivial. This thing's on the ground. You're surrounding it. It's huge. It should be. It's not hard to hit. It's a question of whether you can get through the stone to do damage, damage to it. And you can if you would have rolled better. Man. Yeah, oh, sometimes man. the problem of roll 20, right? It shows you both what you <laughs> rolled and the damage. That you would have so gotten. excited looking at that damage. You have, fortune you have three fortune points if you want to try to re-roll it. Do you guys want me to re-roll? It's a 75% chance to hit. That's a okay, pretty I'll good... Ch- the math's in your favor there. Okay. So it's two fortune, three misfortune. All right. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, that's another one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Stekis, you're up, so, man. So can I... Sw- you said at the beginning of the turn you can switch for free? your stuff or no how does that work if uh, i were to change to my sparth axe i uh, yeah i mean you you can technically i still like i was saying to you before we started like i still want to like figure out exactly how you're carrying these three giant weapons yeah uh, i understand i'm not sure it makes a lot of sense i understand okay i'll just stay with the morgan stern then and we can say that i don't have that then Isn't uh a personal squire on his back <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I I just have my my uh oh boy that's my personal scabbard. I just Quato is carrying just, your yeah, Spartax. You, you uh, just hold on to that. Okay, okay, uh, that's fine. I won't do that then. Uh, no, it's okay. Go ahead. We'll, you we'll, sure? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so I will use an AP to add the D6 damage plus the D6 that's on the ground, and I'm gonna take aim and well, swing. Let's roll, yeah, roll to attack first, and then we'll worry about damage. So. Trivial, trivial, trivial is fine. Okay. That would have been the most damage I think I've ever done if uh, I actually. Twenty-one points it. of damage is a lot <laughs> for you. 
You're not you're not really a melee person. Mm-mm. Okay, so that's thirteen, and then the d6 for it being on the ground, mm-hmm. and the d6 for punishing. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, so that's a total of thirteen, sixteen, so eighteen. Do you want to use a fortune point to increase the damage? That is Jeff casually saying you want to in order to do damage. <laughs> I'm Probably. Way, I'm way too nice. Clues. Yeah. We've established it's 19. I'm, yeah. way, I'm way too nice of a GM. I should be yeah. meaner to you guys. Uh, I love you. Do you want to explode? Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll explode. I'll roll. All so right, I just roll, roll one more. D6. Yeah, go ahead. There you go. Okay. So that added six damage to that, right? So that's uh, 21. Yeah. 21 is enough to move it down uh, to Grievously. So it is now at Grievously Wounded. Uh, I would say that you have determined that its damage threshold is technically 18, which means you have to do 19 points of damage to be able to do to move it, is what's going on. All right. Uh, so that was Stekis, which means it's now its turn. Uh, it has coordination, so it'll stand up for one. Uh, then it'll go ahead and look around and see who's been doing the most damage to it, which is honestly Ben Stekis. Uh, so I'll take aim, and I will spend an AP uh, misfortune point to gain an AP, so I can take aim twice. Uh, it's surrounded, so I'll make it a little bit more difficult for it. So I'll treat this as like a routine attack, because uh, it's really not that difficult for it. Uh, and it'll swing, and it will hit. Do you have AP left to parry? Uh, well, if if you can't get any lower than trivial, then there's no reason for me to take aim. So I would. Okay, go ahead. Roll it at challenging. Ooh, that's a miss. Okay, so it'll roll damage then. Uh, So I'm going to go ahead and why not? I'm going to explode one. So that'll put it at... All right, 11 plus a d6 uh, is 15 plus its brawn bonus. Uh, That's going to be 25 points of damage. Okie dokie then. So it'll turn around and, like, in its death throes, will take its iron fist. And I'm not trying to infringe upon I didn't roll. Sorry, I pressed something. It'll punch you right in the face. Yeah, roll your, roll your d6s first to see if it's... So it's two, right? Or no? Yeah, it's two. Nope. Okay. All right. So that is it. You know what I realized, by the way? What? You didn't I start just, recording. I just noticed... Oh, God, that would have been awful with it. <laughs> Don't... Bear should actually have two. He, I just realized it has. Uh, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna recon it because I missed it. So, but it has what's called lamb to the slaughter. When these creatures injure a foe with a melee weapon, they inflict two injuries instead of one. But oh wow! I forgot it. I missed it. So it's just it's like what no mercy is. Yeah. So Hubert, it's on. Uh, you're up next. Can you finish this thing off? It's standing in front of you. It's crumbling stone. It's grievously wounded. You need to be able to do 19 points of damage to it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go for another knockdown to keep tripping this thing. Okay. Take best advantage I can. Okay. I'm actually grievous, that's why I rolled another one. Okay. So it's three. Yeah. Right. That dude punched hard. He's a large creature, so he gets an extra D6. Uh so two D sixes, and then I exploded with uh with I could failed my coordination this time. Uh okay. So that's gonna be uh obviously it's gonna fail and you'll take uh it goes seven points of physical peril as you kind of overexert and sort of strain your, your shoulder a bit as you reach down to try to scoop its legs out from under it. Uh and then I'll just take aim and do a normal attack with my military lance. Okay. 
Uh, I would say treat this as easy this time. It's not going to be trivial because he's not on the ground anymore. Yeah. Uh, success. You have one fortune point left if you want to try to explode. You rolled a three, it looks like, on your d6. Uh, that puts it to 16, and then I just roll another d6. Roll a d6. Let's right. be a four or higher. Let's, Let's be a three it. or higher. Nope. <laughs> and unfortunately, that is not it's enough. Uh, yeah, you swing at it, and it just, the lance just doesn't cut through in the same way that you saw some of its other hits. Zofia, you're in the room. What do you want to do? So he's not still down, and there aren't any loose tablets anymore. No more loose tablets. He's standing up. The statue looks pretty terrible currently. What would you like to do? Sophia is not going to look to attack it unless it's already down um, because she's got a weak weapon that wouldn't be able to do a grievous injury anyway. So she's going to hang out by bear. Okay. You could do a litany of hatred, inspiring words. I can try. Um, I'll try an inspiring words. It'll be flipped to fail, but we'll see how this goes. That's the problem with this party is there's just no leadership. <laughs> it is very true. All right, so difficulty would be standard. There was that lovely weapon in the other room that we took, too. All right, that is a fail on the leadership test. So I similarly tried, like, as I'm running away to be like, you guys got this, you can do it, as I'm, like, running away and not really inspiring anyone. <laughs> All right, uh, so then it's back to Bear. Is there anything else you want to do? Um, I guess I can try working on uh, getting those other tablets out. Maybe I can run around. So you want to run in? Sure. You can use your movement, run into the next room. Yeah. It seems busy with the other three. Lavinia, what do you want to do? It's currently at easy, right? Uh, I would put it at that, sure. It's big, and there's three of you surrounding it. Uh, I'll try and attack it again. All right. Fortunately, no more fortune points, and we ain't on stream, so no one can buy bits to give you more. That's true. I was so tempted. I was thinking, like, oh, we'll run out, and we'll just somebody will get us another. No. So I failed. Um, I guess what I'll do is, since I failed, and I'm not technically engaged, even though it does have reach, I'm gonna run into the other room with Bear. Okay. So don't forget, by the way, that one of the ways you can get extra damage on these things is by knocking them down. Takedown always gives you an extra 1d6. Oh, true, huh? You're not going to be able to do anything in the other room until Bear gets it loose anyway. And it's going to take him even longer now because he only has the one hand. And it was taking him a half an hour per tablet, and now it's probably going to take him twice as long. Okay, so I'll attempt to take down. Then uh, make a coordination test. Uh, do you want that also at easy or routine? Easy. Uh, well, actually, because he's so big, I think I was, uh, I was dropping it a bit. Because I'm not uh, corpulent or anything. Uh, I'll put it at routine. Because I am tall. Since there's three of you here now, I'll put it at routine. When it was just two, I think I was doing standard, so we'll make it routine. A little bit easier. Crit fail. Man. No. You guys got so close to the edge. You're like Icarus. You just flew too close to the sun, <laughs> and now you're all going to die. Uh, I rolled a two on my peril, so three points of physical peril for your exertion, but you're fine. Okay. All right, Stekis, you're up. Take down. Do it. Routine, you said, right? Routine's fine. Don't forget, you can you can take aim on perilous stunts too, guys. Took him down. Hit it. You got it. So he nice. still he gets to re don't forget resist. He, he resists. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and he does have two skill ranks in coordination. Oh. But that did not help him at all. 
it's a good thing I have all these misfortune, misfortune points. <laughs> so, and there we go. Success on the second, and so he is still standing. All right, I'm going to use an AP to do an extra D6 of damage, and I'm going to attempt to hit him with my Sparthax. Okay. That's a crit success. That's true. That's true. Uh, roll your extra D6. 15 plus 1 is 16, so nope. You swing as hard as you can. I mean, you lay into this thing so square good. in the chest. Perfect shot. Oh. Bounces harmlessly off of it. All right. It's its turn now. It's going to look over at Stekus once more, and I think I'm going to take another swing at Stekus. I'll do the same thing I did. I'll, I'll, take, uh, I'll take aim twice, uh, and I will swing at old Stekus McGee. Did you guys know that's his last name? Sticky Stekus. Stekus McGee. I missed. It's a good thing I got all these misfortune points. <laughs> I'm actually running out now. Uh, okay, that'll be a hit. You said you'd do 10 base damage, right? Um, I, t- I, have, I have a 10 brawn bonus, so I'm just punching you. Yeah. Uh, and so then... Porter's doing some math. Uh, all you gotta do is hit 12, and I'm technically... Do you have any fate, f- do you have I fate have points? One, I have one fate point. Yeah, you're gonna have to give it to me, buddy, because... Uh, yep. I just did a shitload of damage to you because that's an exploder right there. All right, so we're up to 25 points of damage. Zero fate points. All right. Okay. So- you don't have a parry thing? Nope. Oh. And even if I did, I would have probably failed. Zofia. Guys, you're so close to killing this thing. And you just, oh, just ran out. Do you have enough firepower? Zofia, I accidentally uh, overclicked. So Zofia and Hubert are next. So uh, it looks like Hubert. Sorry, Hubert. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to take aim on my takedown. So yep. try to make it easier. Yep. Makes sense. So that'll be, we'll make it trivial, I guess. I still failed it. Uh, no, you didn't. Look at, you didn't have the modifier correct. You rolled a six, oh. you rolled an 82, uh, and, but you only had it at routine, which put it at 62. And since you took aim, I was giving you up to trivial because it was easy for Lavinia. And so if you take aim, that puts it at trivial. So an 82. Oh, it's exactly. Would you need an 82? So yeah, you uh, you do in fact succeed, but it will also get a chance to resist. How many more misfortune points do you have? I got one. I'm saving it for damage to kill somebody. So uh, success in my coordination. Uh, and so uh, he does not fall down. Uh, last ditch effort to take it down with my lance. Here we go. Actually, attack. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. Because, it's, because you were trivial... That difficulty should be arduous, which means I would have needed uh, to roll. Uh, let's see. I would have needed to roll 110. Wait, that's not right. I would need to roll a 50. There we go. I got yeah, it. I, I subtracted. And I rolled a 57. So that's a fail. And he does, in fact, fall down. Sorry about oh. that. But I caught it. All right. So he has fallen down. Now's your chance. There we go. I'm going to impale this thing with my lance. Okay. And then your lance is going to get stuck in the stone forever. <laughs> And then years from now, someone will pull it out and be king. It'll be great. <laughs> Success, but my damage is lacking. Yep. Oh, wait, what oh, D6? They gotta do the D6 explode? Oh, it's, 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 explode? Got, it's gotta be a six. Explode. Gotta it's be a gotta six. Explode. Explode. Nope. It's too good. <laughs> you suck at this game, Longley. <laughs> you know what this episode should be called? Performance anxiety. <laughs> Boy, I tell you. People are probably going to love this episode. Oh, great. They went back in the tomb and got their ass kicked again. <laughs> uh, all right. So then it'll be Zofia's turn. Okay. So 
we're still outnumbering it and it's down. So trivial to hit for sure. Give it a whirl. So you um, step up one AP, you get closer to it, one AP. You have two um, AP left. Using my faux shard, which is reach. Okay. Staying a little bit further away. So you're poking at it from a distance. Yeah, sorry. What did you say the difficulty was? Trivial. It's on the ground. You guys are easily surrounding it, and it's very big. That's a success, but But no damage. (laughs) You get an extra D6 because it's on the ground, and if it explodes, you have a chance, but it needs to explode. Double explode. Let's get it. That's an explosion up to 15. You need a four or higher. On this D6. Oh, oh it's so heartbreaking. She rolled a three. Man, that's a shame. Now, um, you can always have it do a chokehold, by the way. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and... It's got to resist a chokehold. That's fine. Because uh, it's already taked down, so there's no reason to do another one. So uh, let's go ahead and choke this out. Let me see if actually it even would do anything to it. Because he's got some resistances. And some things are just immune to. Um, so... It's got a peril track, so is it immune Actually, to no, breathing? It, it doesn't have a peril track. It's if it's immune to bleed and injuries. It has no peril threshold, uh, so I'm going to assume. And since this isn't breathing, your chokehold isn't going to do anything to it. So yeah, yep. So it's already prone, so there's no benefit to the yep. takedown. You're so close. You're one away. <sighs> if only you were better at this game. All right, bear. Time to show them how it's done, right? Uh, I think so. All right, they're struggling with that. I'm going to turn around, okay. charge in on this guy with my big stick. Okay. And just like leaping smash into his face. I like it. With one hand. Push uh, right past Lavinia, who was joining you in the sarcophagus room, and you're like, God, can't these people do anything right? What's the difficult? Trivial to hit. This guy's on the ground. Oh. Super. It's super easy to hit. The problem is the damage special. Wait, what's my difficulty for this? 90. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a success. It's a not. It's not castle forged, uh, as we all know. Roll uh, a d6. Unfortunately, you roll. Yeah, because I charged. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. no. Okay. Fourteen. Awesome. awesome. Fourteen. Two. Two. You, you had three d6s. You rolled ones and two of them. Yep. <laughs> you piece of crap. Y'all are so. But y'all deserve to die. Wow. There's a reason yeah, I, this is called a tomb. This is where you all are gonna end up living. There's plenty. There's plenty of coffins. Oh yeah. Four out front, one in the back. It's gonna be fine. Uh, Lavinia, this thing's on the ground. Lavinia and Stekas are basically the last chance before he gets up again. And like, I already tried attempted a takedown, or not takedown. Uh, He's already takedown. Really, it's just about swinging. It's about hitting and doing damage now. Okay. I'm gonna. I don't need to take aim. No. Cause it's trivial because I'm right there, it's down. Swing, right? just just swing real trivial, it's fine. And then, uh, oh. it's a miss. Somehow you missed. I don't know how you missed. I'm just your blindness is, is went away, so you have no excuses, <laughs> you know. It's doing one of those things where you went to poke at it and it like its legs like moved away right where you were about to stab it, and then you try to oh. stab it again, and its leg like bent in a weird, awkward Play Doh type way. And Wonderful. I can't like stun it, can I? Uh, no, you can. Okay, I'm going to attempt a stunning blow. Yeah. It doesn't say it's immune to perilous stunts, but it doesn't... I, I would, but I'm, I'm going to say it's immune to chokehold simply because... It doesn't breathe. It doesn't, doesn't breathe. breathe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I don't see why you couldn't stun it, sure. Uh, what difficulty for this? The same? I would treat it the same, yeah. 
Easy enough to whack it right on the head or something. Ooh. Crit success. What, so I can't resist, so I automatically am stunned, which means I have one less AP. Until Stir. you resist with toughness. Mm-hmm. I think it also does something else, right? That's all it crit? says right here. Oh, okay. Uh, it could. Does or it take it two AP? It doesn't say anything about... No, it was just one AP for a okay. blue. I wasn't sure if, like, Josh was saying if it did something with a crit, but no, that's fine. Okay. All right. So then your turn is over. You leave one AP for parrying, perhaps. And Stekis, yeah. it's all up to you, buddy. If oh. you don't do it here, <laughs> someone's going to die, and it's probably yeah. going to be you. Yep. One AP for extra D6. It's on the ground, so that's another that's another D6. So let's roll this at trivial and see what happens. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Whole critical success. <laughs> Tell everybody what you needed to hit for your roll, and then what you I actually needed rolled. to hit an 89, uh, and I rolled an 88. Okay. <laughs> so I know rolled two more D6. So roll two D6s. There's a real possibility. You can do it. One exploded. You're at 18. There it With is. an exploding die, it gets you to there 20. Oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> as this thing is just sort of moving around, you, you see the, the stunning blow from, from Lavinia, like, knocked out its other opal. And then here comes Stekas. Stekas, you still got that Morgan's turn? Uh, I was using my axe, actually. Okay, where do you, where, how do you finish this thing off? Uh... I was I would take the axe and I would bring it above my head and I would swing down and hit where I've been hitting it in the chest over and over again and cut it in half. You just see it just crack the the torso just cracks apart. The arms continue to flail briefly and then eventually it becomes inert. And you guys have actually oh, defeated this my thing. God. I did Thank goodness. Fucking four shit. That was insane. So well <laughs> this thing had an ability called Reanimator, which basically allows it to move up the damage track at the start of its turn. Uh, the only reason I didn't keep doing it is because you guys destroyed its soul jar, which is what you found with the little with the little uh, oh, the wow. clay So pot. that's why the last time when we fought it, it was extra, extra ridiculous, right? Well, no, now. it wasn't extra, extra ridiculous. You guys did, you guys literally didn't pierce its damage threshold when we fought it the first time. Uh, but this time around, yeah. That yeah. 29 damage was really important. Uh, yeah, it had a damage threshold of uh, 18. So when you so when you did 29, you, you moved it down two. It had you, and the extra one from your, if you would have put like the two-handed stuff on it, would have put it at 30, which wouldn't have exceeded its third step, unfortunately. It would have matched it, yeah. but not exceeded it. So mm. you guys did, in fact, uh, manage to kill it. And uh, yeah. You snatch up that opal. So you get the second opal. You look at these two things, and they're fairly big. They're about the size of a fist. And you know that they're going to be worth a pretty, pretty penny when you go back. So then when you take a look at the weapon that this thing was using... Uh, this is uh, when Hubert and Stekis, you start examining it with some sort of martial understanding. Uh, it definitely looks like a lance of some kind, except there's a few interesting components, aspects to it. One, the the metal is different. Uh, you can tell that the actual uh, ingredients that were used to forge this are definitely different. This is a cold iron uh, as opposed to traditional steel or iron, because uh, I know that one of your weapons is steel, Stekis. Um, this is cold iron, which has some extra components to it. And then the other thing is that this is, even though it's a a lance or a glaive of some kind, it's more it's more to like a, a Numbat Nor weapon. So it's a, it's an atgier. Uh, so 
it's got uh, this one I just sort of made on my own. And I pulled some stuff off. So powerful, uh, reach, and vicious is what this has. And it's martial melee. Okay. All right. So why don't you go ahead and roll a tradecraft test for me, Bear? Oh, yeah. Uh, I do have ambidexterity. I don't know if that helped me at all. Ah, uh, sure. It'll take longer, but I won't. I won't penalize your roll then, but it will yeah. take longer. How about that? Okay. I'm gonna go over to Lavinia and hand her a bandage, and just sit down next to her. <laughs> Fix me. <laughs> Don't do it. He's so mean to you all the time. Can I heal him though, or did I, did I already do a heal earlier today? Or? You haven't healed me. Okay. I was lightly wounded when we started this. So, so. go ahead, go ahead and uh, do that at routine, Bear. Routine. Okay. How long would it take for extended test? Uh, if you want to do an extended test, it's it's getting late in the day. Oh, okay. I'll just do regular. You can get some done tonight and some done tomorrow. So just do so if you're gonna do it extended, just just do it at easy and then if you pass, you'll have to do some more work in the morning, basically. Uh, I'll just do regular. That's been a long day. All right, routine. Stuckus, what's your injury yes. at? Grievous. All right. Oh. So you uh a couple Hours pass, uh, and maybe Lavinia gives you a hand or somebody else gives you a hand. People start uh, helping you carry stuff out, but you manage to get all of the tablets. These things are heavy. Uh, what that means is that you're going to have to spread them around to different people to carry. Not one person is going to be able to carry all of these things. These are big chunks of stone, but you do, in fact, get all of them. We actually nice. accomplished something that we set out to do. We did two things. We like beat a big monster thingy and got all the stones yeah you go ahead and you take a well-earned night's rest do you stay inside the tomb to get out of the cold or do you go you camp outside no because of the tomb rot we're gonna leave yeah not not staying in there all right so you stay outside i do have two tents by the way for whatever good that does for us when we're around about nice okay uh stuckus got healed by the way what's the encumbrance rating on them tents the two tents that you're carrying around somehow. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's no big deal when we had that cart. I was like, sure, you just throw it in the cart. Uh, we don't have it. We've got to be a little bit more careful. Oh, that's true. The tents were probably in the cart then. Uh, I will say you brought one. That's fine. Uh, okay, so all of you wake up the next morning. Everyone roll a toughness test for me. Uh, you can make it standard. Call out successes and fails it's as they come. That's nice. a failure. Lavinia fail. Okie doke. So those that failed, which looks to be Stekis and Sophia, Sophia. Two, you can go ahead and take 13 points of physical peril as you wake up. And that's where you're at in the morning. 13 points of physical peril. Bones, aches, sores, mental confusion as you're sleeping next to a tomb. You just had to fight a statue. It's not a good night's rest and just really exhausted overall. What do you want to do today? You have what you need. You still don't have the kid, but you have the tablets. You have a general idea if you're to trust Crusader where the kid is, where Chadwick is. What do you guys want to do? What's the plan? Head back towards um, the boat. Wait, where was the kid again? With the Marauder. Think about, yeah, but where was that? Do we know exactly? Uh, you, you know that the Marauder camp encampment was on the north side of the bridge across the Tershvela. You guys, you guys avoided it when you were coming north. You guys right. went upriver a ways and crossed with a boat that Bear couldn't repair properly. What? <laughs> Perfectly. <laughs> mm, we have to carry all these tablets back. 
Yeah, yep. you do. It's going to be pretty rough. It will yep. be. <laughs> it's going to be. Maybe Cressida can carry some. <laughs> She's paralyzed. It seems Is like there... we need to bring the tablets back because they're the heaviest and they're going to slow down everything else we're doing. Okay. Is there anything we can do to like fashion, like maybe like a sled to like pull them along with us behind us? I will. I mean, Bear could try to do that. He's he's a tradescraft extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Okay. Go ahead, and whoever wants to go and collect materials, roll a survival test at routine to see if you can get some useful pieces. How much of your tools would you say you brought with you, Bear? Not many so probably didn't bring a saw so you're not gonna have any sort of precise cuts or anything but you might be able to make a a couple cuts uh with your axes rope them together create what looks to be like a really generic river raft and then a couple people might be able to attach ropes to it put it over their shoulders and start to drag it along could do that we can we can have that happen it's gonna make very easy to leave for people to find you if anyone's trying to find you. It's going to leave pretty clear and demonstrative tracks. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we'll say over the course of the day, you were able to do that. So you've been up here for a few days now between waiting around at the Waystone site, between waiting around at the tomb, now waiting for Bear to finish his, while he's coughing the whole time, hacking up all sorts of gross, dry stuff that was in his in his chest from the tomb rot still wounded still looks terrible but he still manages to get this done so we'll say you camp out one more night after the construction of the sled and you'll wake up in the morning and you'll begin your trek back and that's where we'll start next episode nice wow